All right. Welcome. What's the episode number is this? Six. Six, six, six. Oh, that's fucking spooky as fuck. Whoa. This is episode six of the uh, Irrelevant and Illiterate podcast. Uh, I am Oatmeal Tits, and this is Dead Balls Across From Me. And today we have a guest from the infamous Doylestown band, Rock Bottom, Mr. John Lowe. Thanks for coming to Delaware. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. I, I can't believe you guys don't know what fucking Zoom is, but I drove my ass down well, here. See, Holy vey. we're not afraid of human contact with other people, <laughs> and you had nothing else going on today, so I don't want to hear it, you fucking shit piece. I mean, fair, but I'm still holding it against you guys. Though. Yo, I got a question right off the bat. Since yesterday was Halloween, do you ever think like a little kid went to like a house and knocked on the door and said, trick or treat, smell my feet? And like some pedophile on the other side of the door was just like. <laughs> yeah, probably. And I'm like, because if he got, because he, he got busted for it, he could say, he said smell his feet. You know, so he's kind of like, ow. He's asking he's, for He's it. got a fucking excuse. <laughs> Did you see the way he was dressed? His little cow <laughs> costume. <laughs> I don't know if you guys had this, but like in my neighborhood growing up, like some people would have the uh, the house that you like had to go into for candy. You know I, what I mean? hated that. They set up like a haunted house on the inside. My, my uncle did that. He was one neighborhood over. Okay. <sighs> but it was only in like, well, we call it, a, you know what a mudroom is, right? The yeah. first, yeah. It was that and maybe like the beginning of the den. And basically you would have to come in and they had the big bucket of candy you can pick from and then he would jump out from the like the the closet that was right there dress as whatever it was that year and just go and just scare the shit out of kids that's as far as it went as Dude, a haunted there, house there was a guy there or a, a home or a house in the neighborhood i used to live in where they would do that in their like living room area but the, yeah. the dad would just be on the couch watching sports <laughs> like, <laughs> like while we, we would like go in and get our candy well, truly, like, neglect is the scariest like, thing of all. Like, <laughs> you go to get your candy, he's just like uh, booing shit. The, op- <laughs> the opposite, the opposite of love is not hate; it's indifference. <laughs> it's like, could you little twerps keep it down? <laughs> Papa's got some money riding on this shit. <laughs> they oh. got, the boys got to cover the spread. Oh, I can't Christ. hear Al Michaels. If you kids don't keep it down, I'm taking it out on the wife later. <laughs> Jesus. But I was just thinking about that because no one fucking trick or treats in my neighborhood, which is weird. No, I, no, they all got together and decided it's this new thing that popped up. Actually, even before COVID, they call it trunk or treat. Oh, you go to like either it'll be some years it's like a, a high school or middle school parking lot or like a church parking lot, mm-hmm. and people will line up their cars, okay. and you pop your trunk, and the kids will go trick or treat from trunk to trunk to trunk. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, I guess it's less molesty and possible kidnapping and <laughs> disease. But still, it's like, oh, it's not that fun. Kind of kills the vibe a little. Yeah. They, the kids that didn't do it before don't know, though. They don't know That's how true. Sick it, they don't know how sick <laughs> it was to go from neighborhood to neighborhood. Oh, dude. Getting an yeah. insane amount of candy. And like you, older sibling or the one older kid you knew who had a car would drive you like all to like different neighborhoods. I, by, that, by the time I knew people with cars, I wasn't trick-or-treating anymore. Dude, I was like 12. But my sister had friends that were just dirtbag enough. And she, they're like, yo, you want to go over to Mendenhall Village, which is like a rich neighborhood fuck, around here? It's, it's over there. Yeah. yeah. Or and, that way, yeah. Yeah. And we would just like, oh, fuck, yeah, we do. Not realizing my little fat shit self that the houses in Mendenhall Village were a lot further apart than the ones in my neighborhood. Yeah. So, Yeah, you got to get the, uh, the king size house. You got to oh, scope it dude, out. All inclines. 
Uh-huh. Watch me sweat through this fucking Jason Voorhees <laughs> hockey mask. Like, how do you sweat in a hockey mask? I found a way. <laughs> it's from breathing against it. fucking disgusting, dude. Mendenhall Village has like a strip of townhomes in the middle that are all attached, but all the rest are huge. Yeah. With so, huge hills and driveways. Yeah, it's and not shit. like my street where it's like every house is probably 100 feet apart. Is that a dog in your crotch? Yeah, for sure. There's a Kong just sitting between my legs like a cock. Right <laughs> Isn't there always? Yeah, you know. <laughs> I do call it the Kong. It's weird. <laughs> the Kong. Uh, speaking of Halloween, uh, we were handing out candy yesterday, and I uh, witnessed an egging as like a third party for the first time, <laughs> and it was like very strange. It looked like a it looked like a twelve year old girl was doing it. I couldn't tell Fuck if it was yeah. like a costume or something, but it was just like. I just I could see like it was probably like five houses down and I could see the hate in her eyes from there. She's just fucking unloading on our neighbor. Maybe house. it really was a costume, and she's just that committed. She's like a method actor. She's like, I'm going out. Somebody throws eggs, and I really fucking like throwing eggs. Yeah, I think my first like like I wanted to go talk to the people in the house, and I'm like, hey, what the fuck am I doing? I'm not gonna snitch on some kid for right? egging. Like, what the? Why did that even happen? Never in the first place. I would be stoked as fuck. I did not see it. I'm walking away. I remember one year, this is this was a little while ago, I was still in my 20s, and someone had just egged the street. And so there was, I was like cleaning it off the bay window in my house, not even fucking mad. I was like, yeah. Got Kids me. are still pretty cool. They got us. I was like, who fucking cares? All the, of course, the neighborhood, there's like newsletters going around, like, whoever was throwing eggs. I'm like, you fucking, you cops. You're all a bunch of fucking cops, dude. So yeah. welcome, welcome back to the East Coast, John. Thank you. It's been a year, but thank you. Yeah, well, I, we haven't had a podcast for a year. Yeah, fair, yeah. Why the fuck did you come back? Uh, you know what? Like, I don't think California's, like, as cool as people generally think it is. I think that's kind of, like, I don't the, think it's cool at all. Yeah. But I've actually never been there, so what the fuck do I know? Like, it's chill. Living there's cool, but it's expensive. There's this weird effect, too, where, like, there's no seasons, so, like, time just flies by, like, mm. super fast. I feel like I left, like, yesterday. And this, this past year has been, like, I'm back to the old, like, East Coast, like, grind, like... It's. It just feels better. It feels more right. He's back. Damn. I would. I don't know if I, if I were to come back. I don't think I'd come back to the exact same place I left. I literally live a block from my old house. Like, that's how close <laughs> I moved back. You still have shit there. You can just go and pick it up whenever you want. So you mind if I keep this drawer here? Jesus Christ. <laughs> fuck, dude. So um, what the fuck? Oh, I had some. I'm old. My brain doesn't work. No, you're fine. I have I have two callbacks for your podcast. Okay. If you want. Uh, two things. Um, number one, I ran into somebody who is the only person I've heard who is anti-vasectomy. I can't I can't call them out in person. What are their reasons? Um, quote, he Cop. says that his balls hurt randomly every once in a while, and sometimes he just goes into his bathroom and cries. So, oh, so he had one. Yeah, correct. Oh. Well, I, I'd give that dude... Leeway, yeah, it is a dude, right? It's not a girl with balls, correct? Okay, <laughs> I get that dude leeway because, like, he's like a quote unquote survivor of a vasectomy. <laughs> like, if it's like someone that you know what I mean, like, if it's someone like me who the closest thing he's had is an ingrown hair on his ball, like, you're like, shut the fuck up, dude. But if he's someone who actually had a vasectomy, I'm like, all right, dude, your experience sucked, you're the one out of a hundred. All right, fair enough. God, that's you know, I, I kind of let that slide. Yeah, so I've, like I've heard like unilaterally positive things. I listened to your episode and I was like, man, I'm gonna go get snip fucking but tomorrow. It's not like he's one of those like you gotta spread your seed, dude. He's like, nah, dude, my balls no, no, hurt. No. I can't give more information without giving it out to like your, well, your tens of listeners. His who it is. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> fucking doctor's probably Italian. It's probably the problem. <laughs> <laughs> 
But like, I don't know if you've caught yourself just crying in the bathroom randomly, but I certainly hope not. Yeah, but I've not never had yet. a vasectomy. <laughs> not yet. Yes, but I've never had my balls touched. That's probably why I cry a lot, you know? <laughs> the lack of, the the lack lack of, of the, contact. lack of tactile contact <laughs> with my fucking giggly bits. <laughs> the Jesus. neglect, rather. Jeez. I saw a picture of Tom's bag after he had his surgery. It yeah. looked really... Guy did a good, good job. <laughs> it was real neat, It yeah. was a nice little coin purse. I liked it. Uh-huh. Okay. What was okay. the other callback, dude? Uh, so uh, probably like a month ago, I rode a motorcycle for the first time in my life. <laughs> How brag. was that? Uh, it's kind of a brag, but I kind of thought it was shitty, to be honest with you. Like, oh. man, I always like built it up as like the fucking white trash dream, like eastbound and down style, just like riding around <laughs> flinging people off and like smoking cigarettes and shit. But like, it was like totally not fun at all. Like, uh-huh. I guess like I have like shitty wrists from playing guitars and I'm just like fucking shaking around on and turning. My nutsacks are slapping up and down on the seat. Yeah, because you're wearing a bathing suit. There's no support in those fucking things. It even had the little underpants in it. The little nut net. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't help at all. Those are the most pointless thing in the world is the bathing suit nut net. (laughs) Like, what is it really helping? Like, I'm not even well endowed and those things didn't even support me at all. It's like they're made with razor wire on the sides. Oh, dude. That too. Did you ever get a half chub while wearing a bathing suit? (laughs) And, like, your dick's, like, trying to sneak through one of the holes in the mesh. You're just like, owie. <laughs> owie. And no, it's, it's even more depressing when it does get through. <laughs> Fuck me. Well, especially at the, at the beach, those things are great for holding in sand. Uh, that's why I don't True. go to the beach, dude. It's, like, just enough net to keep the sand in. Mm-hmm. Like, if they widened it a tiny bit, it would just fall right out. But. I would be 100% a beach person if sand didn't exist. Yeah. It's seriously the worst fucking thing ever. You know what they should do to the beach? They should just pave it. I agree. That's a rough take. Then we could park there. Like there's some places in New England that I actually kind of have a somewhat better idea where it's just rocks. I would rather walk across rocks and hurt my feet than have to dig sand out of the, all my fat crevices for like a, a solid month, no matter how many fucking showers I took. It does get all in your car, too. It's fucking disgusting. I guess, theoretically, a rock castle would be structurally superior to a sand castle as well. Yeah, see? It's just more structurally sound. Yeah. So people, then, build, people build castles out of rocks, dude. So if fucking Hurricane Sandy comes back through, you know, you got your rock fortress yeah, now. As if. Yeah. Mm. I wish it would come back. I don't know, dude. <laughs> fucking English people have rocks on their Damn. beach, though, and they're pretty miserable, so I don't so know. So Hurricane that. Sandy hit the East Coast, and Sandy Hook's on the East Coast. Think there's anything there? <laughs> you gonna write a song about that, too? Dude, the next one? dude I, <laughs> should I tell him, dude, should I tell him about my dream journal fucking, what I came across the other day? When I, I woke up in the middle of the night. Shut up, Oh, Al. yeah? I woke up in the middle of the night the other night, and I just, like, if something stupid comes into my head, I'll write it down. And I wrote it down. It was, I fucking, this is old hat for whoever's already listened to this stupid show before. Oh, it was, um, it just said, Mary Kate Olsen, MK Olsen, MK Ultra. I heard about this last time, and I was also, while I was listening, I was like, what about Ashley? And then he got, not Ashley, what's the, the Scarlet Witch one? Oh, uh, fuck. She's like probably Elizabeth. 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 She's probably like the most famous yeah. one. And for yeah. some reason, we're just all old that we just remember Mary. Is she though? I just, I just said Ashley is a clone. There's no way she's more famous than the two. I don't think twins actually exist. <laughs> one is just a clone of the other. I don't know, man. I've seen efforts made a lot of times. I'm just saying. Yeah, you sure? It's just one, just one of them. And then like the parents are like, yeah, this one's kind of a dud. Let's try a clone. <laughs> and then. Oh my God. That's are those kids still alive? I think I, I saw them somewhat recently, but I, I forget where. I All I keep thinking of is the poop fork story. <laughs> That's a, a fucking centrifuge legend right there. Oh, my God. 
Do you ever heard the poop fork story? No, I, I thought you were going to ask me if I knew what centrifuge was. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm never going to bring up centrifuge again, ever. Sorry, but, uh, I apologize these, for that, There's actually. a story about them on a internet message board about how they fucking take dumps so big you had to break it apart with a fork before flushing. Mm, that's not news to anybody. Yeah, but I... I know what those are. I dropped some fucking chair legs out of my asshole, <laughs> and I, they all go down quite smoothly. Like, I think the, the funniest thing about the, the rumor to me was that it was like a specific poop knife or poop fork that they had. Like, <laughs> well, it was in what, a holster on the side what, of the what, toilet. You like, don't want to fucking throw it back into rotation. Yeah, you for know? sure. But just like, imagine the placement in the bathroom. There's just like a fucking steak knife in there for like, no reason. You know, like, someone's over your house. He's like, oh, can you hand me that knife? Or, no, 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 not that. No, no, no. no Please, no, not that not, one. Not that one. It's like, why is there a skull and crossbones like <laughs> on this one? Like, what's that about? Like, I put Mr. Yuck on all my silverware. It's I did. My- I just thought it was funny because those kids were so small. <laughs> These like kids that small were just making fucking <laughs> dinosaur legs and just. Sh- that's fucking great. I have heard that story. I don't remember who told it though. You probably never even met those kids, did you? Isn't that fucking great? Hell, you can be so unimportant that a story about your poop and a fork <laughs> just fucking outlives you. Like, yeah. like what were their names? And no one cares. No. <laughs> but we know that they're both the turds. I know the fork existed. Oh, Jesus. I hope that remains like a, a legendary hardcore story like fucking 20 years I in the future. That, you know what I mean? I hope that fork gets bronzed and passed <laughs> down through the family. It ends, it's in preserving hardcore like, in Pittsburgh, I'm pretty like sure. Like, your grandparents are having like, where they would, like, my, my grandparents, like, they had... Both had their baby spoons bronzed and was handed down through the family. Just like a little spoon, you know, bronzed, you know, thing. So I'm wondering if, like, these kids, when they have eventually grandkids come along, there's just going to be this bronzed, bent tine fork <laughs> that just smells like fucking old soil. Oh, so good. Since I, since I know my mom's never going to listen to this, like, I fucking hate, like, hand-me-downs unless they're, like, useful things. Like absolutely. That. absolutely. I'm like, with you 100%. Like, the things that go down, like, I have, like, a set of silverware my mom gave me at our wedding, and it was, like, super important for her to give to me, and I'm like, you know, I, I you accept graciously it. accepted it. You accept it in the moment. And now it's just this albatross that I fucking lug around with me everywhere I go. Yeah. It's, like, heavy every- as fuck. It's, like, su- we've moved, like, seven times since we got that shit. And, and every move, it's coming to. I got, uh, I got a set. It was, like, the old China that my great aunt, had and it got passed down to me because everybody else is dead and i was just like i just i was given it to me in a box i put the box in the basement and never touched it again and every time certain people come over to my house they're like well where's where's the plates at i'm like oh it's down in the basement next to my you know some shit like well why isn't it in your cupboard i was like because i don't really need that many plates and i'm not gonna use ones with gold oil trim on it it's like i'm perfectly fine with a paper plate fucking the environment I just don't. Yeah, I don't need this shit. Well, paper don't... burns too. Yeah. Do you have a regular plate burning? Like, yeah, like obviously. Okay. I mean, fucking Tom's mom has her one of her seances, <laughs> and we fucking burn. We burn Dixie plates, and we fucking summon. We summon, dude. With Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, with Elizabeth sure. Olsen, yeah, the correct one. Who showed Full Bush and fucking <laughs> Old Boy remake? It was fucking tight. So yeah, so twins don't exist. So I'm pretty sure, like, Year of the Knife, they have those two twins in the band. I think if anybody ever quits that band, they'll just clone it again. <laughs> and they, like, they go home, and there's, like, this, like, storage unit full of us. There's, like, 16, 17 of them in there just waiting. It's like, all right, unit 004, you're up, you know. <laughs> it must be. It's no wonder it's so easy for them to kick people out of the band. They yeah. just clone people. <laughs> 
they have like a little hookup, like a, a little USB hook on the back of his head, and it's like it's feeding them how to play guitar, how to play drums. <laughs> Love you, Brandon. And just like, oh, fucking great. Fun story about Amen. Year of the Knife. Uh, they were, are named after the efforts made poop knife, actually. Did you know that? Oh, <laughs> oh God damn it. Oi, babe. Oh, God damn it. Is it too late to ask Martello to come? <laughs> On that fucking note. No, you talked shit on horror movies last week, and... I don't hate horror movies. I'm just saying, if you talk shit on Evil Dead, you can't invite Martello. That does, it's like That's a, why do you think I am going to invite him? <laughs> I don't want a fucking whole podcast of people with, like, the same opinions as me. It's fucking boring. Like, dude, I plan to bring John Ren on here. He, he fucking gave me an earful every time I bring that stupid trilogy up. <laughs> yes, and I will. don't I don't even hate it that much. But knowing that I get a rise out of like those three people, like him and like some other randos, it makes me want to just talk about it more. It just surprised me. What do you? How do you feel about like Child's Play or like other similar like goofy series? Is that just kind of uh, out of question for you? I'll, I'll take it to you like from Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street, maybe like the first three. What what was Dream Warriors? What number was that? Four, three. three. Was it three? It was four. It was it's four. Definitely three. Hundred percent. Three. Yeah, Google it. That's fine. After that one is when I, when Freddy became less horror, the more like some dude like wackety schmackety backety. You know, they started like having to have a quip every single fucking line. It's like it's okay to have it every once in a while, you know. But when it's like, all right, he's got to like kvetch after each fucking kill. Fuck, it was Dream Masters number four. Yeah, you dumb my bad. son of a bitch. It yeah. is Dream Warriors. Dude, I like I like docking way too much to not yo, know that that's the third movie. Yo, right? I actually fucking had that soundtrack just uh-huh. because of. We're the Dream Warriors. Don't Dude. wanna dream no more. That's so sick. There's definitely a couple of songs <laughs> off Tooth and Nail on there too, like separately. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, like. When it becomes more about the, the, the lines, like the fucking one-liners, than the actual horror aspect of it, I tap it's out. It's too silly. But I love, like, the first three. Mm-hmm. They're fucking great. But, yeah. Evil Dead, like, the first one, I enjoyed it, actually. Though, I feel I still think the effects are like a Peter Gabriel video, which is dating, <laughs> showing how old I am. I but, mean, I've seen Sledgehammer. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what I'm fucking talking about. Exactly. And then, like... Two was just like even more of that, like, all right, whatever. Then three, I'm like, all right, this is fucking dumb. I love that shit. I love camp. I just love corny shit. I don't love camp. Like, but there's some camp movies I've made exceptions for because if they're just that good sometimes, you can't deny it. And sorry, Evil Dead doesn't do I Like, I don't hate Evil I don't like Evil Dead, but I don't hate it. I just bitch about it a lot because I know it makes some friends of mine upset, and that's funny to me. Like, okay. Okay. I'm like, well, how do you good dead? Like, I hate the whole... How are you a horror fan but hate Evil Dead? That's like a dumbest argument in the world. It's like you can be a fan of something and not like everything to come out in the genre. He's he barks at cars that drive by. That's cool. And then he comes back like, I did good, right? I did good. Damn right you did, dude. You don't even understand. Animals just love me. I just have this effect on them. Oh, that's why I asked you. Oh, speaking of Snow White, man. Speaking so let's talk about about your shitty band. Um I'm not talking about Rock Rock, no. (laughs) The one that I made with you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. According to my notes, we're in a band together, so I want you to give me 21 <laughs> reasons why that's enriched your life. Um, it has not. All right, fair enough. Go. So, um, Speedway. Yeah. What the fuck's up with that stupid-ass name? <laughs> uh, it was supposed to be a complete Fast and Furious, like, fanfic record. Like, it was supposed to be a concept album. All and right, then, like, me over. Halfway through working on it, Dion's like, yo, I have this song called Soup of the Witch. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> that well, was a spot on Dion, too, by the way. <laughs> okay, I spent way too much time with him. He's been have. around him a long time. <laughs> Dude will say he eats Newports. 
<laughs> he sounds like it too. Dude, just fucking the, the Italian Kathleen Turner voice. <laughs> like, yeah. the, the man's like a genius in a way, but he's also like, you know, like goes from idea to idea. So yeah. I'm like, I'm like sold on this fucking Fast and Furious idea. I'm like so into it. I, I love those fucking movies. I mean, if you're like anti camp, then you're probably yeah, into that too. I've actually never seen one of those movies. Well, so I can't speak on it, but I'm pretty sure they're stupid. I get this feeling that you just hate <laughs> fun, but that's fine. That's um, a pretty, pretty accurate. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. But yeah, like I, I guess that's where the name came from. That's yeah. so. Why did he? So he ruined it. Like, like did he? I mean, that's like the he ruined the feng shui of the fucking record. Yeah, but at the same time, now there's songs on there about like dinosaurs and fucking <laughs> other shit. So like, it's it, we definitely diversified at that point. We were speaking about this before we started that. You guys don't take yourselves too seriously, but you don't tread the territory of a joke band. You know what I mean? Like you're it's like, yeah, it's like shit like this motherfucker really singing about dinosaurs, but you're like never like, oh, these guys are just a fucking joke, you know? No one ever like goes that far with you guys. Like is there ever been has Dion ever come to you with like a like a sheet of lyrics and be like, "Yo, what do you think?" And you're just like, "Yo, go to your room." <laughs> you know, like, nah, this ain't this ain't fucking happening. We're not singing. We're not we're not singing a song like this on record. I put out. Sorry, it's funny that you mentioned that because it's not actually Dion. It's uh, actually Chris that we have this with for, God, this, the, for this specific record. It's always the fucking long hair. <laughs> like, uh, like when we got pretty close to recording, like Dion wanted some extra ideas. So like, me and Chris wrote some shit for the record too, and like. He left one song for Chris in particular, and Chris came up with this idea about... It was basically about fucking aliens. That was, like, the entire song. What is he, Rob Zombie? Yeah, it was, I mean, it's not far off. I mean, it's not a bad idea either. Yeah. Uh, but it was, like... It was a little too far. I'm not going to lie. I, I wish I had some examples <laughs> of the lyrics ready for me. If I, if I knew ah, that we were going in those directions, I, I would have brought them. Yo, Evans, hit me up, dude. I want to <laughs> see this shit. Hopefully he fucking kept those papers. Yeah, if I, uh, you guys can post them on the Instagram or something. If I oh, God damn some it. Some classic shit. But yeah, like you guys seem to tread a line to where you don't take yourself seriously, but you take it seriously enough that no one thinks your band is a joke. Is yeah. that a hard line to fucking straddle? Uh, I don't, I think it's probably pretty easy for us, to be honest with you. Like, is that just your personality types? Yeah, we're all a bunch of fucking idiots. And like, not only that, but if we were like, took the typical hardcore band route and we were like, talking about like brotherhood and family. And, yeah, we don't really, we don't need any more of that. Well, I mean, like not only it's that, but done. It's, it's like so disingenuous for us. Like we're A, a bunch of assholes and B, like, like we're, we're from Doylestown, dude. Like why, why would we yeah, pretend exactly. that we're anything that we're not other than just that we're a bunch of fucking suburban kids making stupid thrash yeah. metal songs. So. And, yeah. and you would have fallen by the wayside a long time ago. Yeah. I think that's oh, true. Well, that happened anyway, but, <laughs> like, but know, it is what it is. But you're back now. I want to get into that. Is like, what led to, because you guys were gone for a couple years, about five, six years, right? Something like that. What led to that and what led to coming back? I mean, just like any close friendship, like, we love each other and we fucking hate each other. Exactly. It's just kind of the vibe, you know what I mean? So things are cyclical. We get sick of each other sometimes and then we all miss each other and we get back together and we do it again. So, like... The whole reason we do it is like we're like legitimately friends. It's not like a fucking. If it was a business arrangement, it would be a really poor one. So it's not like that at all. It's just we want to hang out and talk shit. You know what I mean? Like literally, like Martello is like my best friend in the world. Like the more time I can spend with that dude, the better. Yeah, so, he's a sweetheart. Yeah. That is the best part of band practice is hanging out. Yeah, especially if it's like it's the only time a week you really see them. Yep. You know. 
when I was in Drow's and I, uh, my favorite day of the week was driving up to Philly to practice because I would just we would just fucking hang for hours. That's what Iron Price practice never worked because we all lived in different states. So when we would get together, it would just be goofball time and we would get <laughs> nothing fucking done. What did you practice like once a week? No. Once every two weeks? Once the, a month? The Maryland guys did. Marty and I just came in before a bunch of shows or before a recording session. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> we and me and him did it like did it at home and like I would send everybody lyrics. I wrote the songs and shit. And he would send like stuff to, to Matt, but we were rarely I think total of the years of the band we were in a room together maybe six seven times as a practice mm-hmm. so yeah so who led to the first who was the most annoying bandmate that led to the first breakup or to yeah. the break hmm. the hiatus or however you want to put it i would say that we were pretty universally over that was like this this is hardcore that we played our last show at and like i think that we just kind of felt that we were like i think at the time like we kind of not that I cared about being successful, but you know what I mean? Like you do okay yeah. for a little bit. Like you start thinking about your bands and like fucking stupid terms that you know, like I look yeah. back and it's like embarrassing to think about it that no, way. We've all done it. But I was, I think we were at a point where we're like, we're never going to have another thing that's like crossroads or whatever. Right. It's just kind of like, why are we it's doing this? It's just run its course. Yeah. Well, as a fan slash outsider of the band dynamic, if you will, it seemed like, well, when I would just talk to Jordan about it, he'd be like, it seemed like he would, he was always just over it. He's like, yeah, I guess I'm, that's also like, his attitude. About that's things. That's how he is. Yeah, to be fair, yeah. that's the wrong person to talk to about that. Like, probably, he could be but... completely, like, 100% in love with being in a band. Well, he's a and notorious like, curmudgeon. Oh, it's whatever, dude. You know, but, like, secretly deep down, he's loving what he's doing. And Yeah, yeah I watch him. If I want yeah. a serious fucking answer out of it, I'll just hit up this dum-dum right here. And he, he's always, <laughs> Norman's like, well, I'm tired of looking at each other. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, sometimes like... it just ran its course. But then you're always like, oh... If we start something new, is it just going to be this of the different names? So why just just break up at all? Just put it on hold for a while, or yeah, and doing like the whole like members of shit is like kind of corny. You know yeah, I, I, mean? I never like, want to. I never like doing that. I mean, I used to be into that, and like it one. That's like one of those things you just open your eyes to one day, and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, because right? you want the new thing to be able to stand on its own feet. Yeah, yeah. You're like you have agency too. Like you're a human. Yeah, you don't have to be connected to a band that you did once. Yeah, especially if like the two bands the one you used to be in and the one you currently in are nothing alike. Yeah. It's like, it's like I've been an indie rock band. We're ex members of hate breed. It's like, well, <laughs> so what? doesn't make me want to come see you fucking cry about your girl. Like, shut up. But I feel like I'm giving serious answers. No, to these questions I, on the comedy podcast. I'm so what over. brought it back? Like what made you guys decide to dust your dicks off and fucking <laughs> do, start doing it again? Well, actually we started doing the podcast over uh, COVID and that so, was like, that, that was one of the funnest podcasts I've ever been a part of. <laughs> I think we're still gonna do it. Like, I, I, you I fucking really should. Know. That shit was fun. I listened to every episode. of It the was show. so fucking dumb mm-hmm. in it a was fun way. So silly. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, I think that kind of like even just listening back to it, it's like clearly like we are like old fucking friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, those are just, the best dynamics. Yeah, the yeah. best things to listen to. Is I think a, you guys, are, if you guys would have done, would do that podcast in a room together. It would be 30 times better than over Zoom, but it would still be good. You know what I mean? 
I one of the uh, one of my favorite things about doing it over Zoom though on the other side. Like I, I love how you guys like post videos of your shit. Yeah. And I always tried to edit them together, but every time like Jordan set up his phone like on a on like a coffee <laughs> table, so it was just aimed directly at his bird the entire time. And that, that motherfucker doesn't own real pants anymore. He only he ha- only has like Sinbad pants and sweatpants and shit. Like cut so, off jeans. Yeah. So there's just like you could just see like both imprints of a ball sack like cleavage. Nah, he basically. needs he needs one of those things. I know. Yeah. We need the angle and stuff. Correct, but. I remember I did I did your podcast and I couldn't figure out how to work the fucking camera, so I didn't even like have one. <laughs> yep, yep. That was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> there's been other ones where like like we did we had Aaron on and he was using the camera, but he was just wandering around his house smoking weed the entire time. <laughs> so but it's like that's on brand for him, and would you want it any different? <laughs> No, absolutely not. And he also just like fucking yelled at Jordan during that episode. It's probably the funniest that thing. Was, he yells at people? It was the funniest episode. Of I don't think time. I've ever seen that dude with like, I don't think I've ever seen Aaron angry. <laughs> I have. Well, you can listen to that episode in here. Oh, God. Well, that, well if anybody's going to bring the anger out of a fucking hippie like that, dude, <laughs> it's, it's going to be Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. I, had to, I had to edit Aaron's address out of it because he just kept saying it like five times. Like, I don't even know why. <laughs> like, like, Yo, you live down on fucking, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to say it. It's like too, the right? weirdest nervous tick ever. It's like, yeah. yeah. And like, I was just hanging out with my friends and my social security number is too, too. Like, <laughs> Yo, hey, calm down, man. Take it easy. All right. He wanted him to come meet up. <laughs> Yo, my ATM. Like, shit, dude. <laughs> that dude's fucking my silly. My number. He's a silly boy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love them honestly. I was I was supposed to go to the mountains with them last week, and I did not, and I'm sad now. That's like not a really podcast. I think track, if I ever were to finally get my hands on like mushrooms or psychedelics, I would want to do it with him in mountains. Okay. But then I remember I'd have to climb the mountains to get there. Then I'm like, nah, nah. I'll stick to like my own house by myself, all lonely and shit. Really, life is a is a mountain on its own, you know. <laughs> Damn, dog. Yeah. Damn, you philosophical as a motherfucker. Think about that. <laughs> so you start, so you are doing the podcast, which I, you really should bring back, just because it was so silly. It was fucking just a fun listen, and I don't like listening to my friends' podcasts because if it stinks, I don't want to. I don't like lying to them and saying, "Oh, your podcast is good," and see you're just being lying out my ass. Yeah. So I just won't listen to most of them. But yours, I listen to your guys on a regular basis mm-hmm. because honestly, I just like hearing you fucking dummies talk. It was funny watching you guys like pick random days of the week to put it out on too. <laughs> oh, for that's a little, great! For a little while it was it's Mondays. So on brand though. Then it was like a Tuesday, and then it was Fridays. I'm like, <sighs> man, when's it gonna be next? You could make a drinking game out of your guys' pod. It was fucking like, <laughs> take a shot every time fucking John gets in, John Martello gets into a fucking uh, movie rant. <laughs> well, the cinematography. You're like, oh, here's one. <laughs> Oh, man. And then somebody would just call him a fruit, and then all of a sudden he's like, "All right," and he start back in on it again. Well, his directorial debut was like, "All right." <laughs> Thirty minutes in, you're just fucking done. <laughs> so you started back doing the podcast, and who brought up the ideas? Like, yo, let's just do a fucking show, or was it a show first or record first? It was the record first. I think, like, I figured out that we like started planning moving back, like probably like a few months after we did the podcast like we really kate and i really put like the uh i don't know whatever metaphor you want to use for for getting started moving back uh and at that point we're just like i don't know like i have these songs written a lot of them i wrote for like goofy internet shred videos and yeah, stuff yeah. like that that's why they all sound like power metal songs with the yeah. over top of them for some reason fucking yingle over here <laughs> but like halfway through i was like hey this would actually be pretty sick of dion saying over it and like we're hanging out all the time like virtually like why not like yeah you know actually try to do it for real 
Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So what you're saying is you were too fucking lazy to look into other singers, drummers, <laughs> that's bad, bass yeah. players. So you're just like, I just I know these assholes got nothing going on. To be fair, like uh, initially, like Chris didn't even wasn't involved until we actually started recording, basically. So like I didn't really know who was going to be into it or not, or if anybody would want to do it at all. It was more just like I wanted to ask them first because like you know they're the homies, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like you always want to go with people you know you can gel with musically. Yeah. Like you know, like because like one of the things that is weird about starting new bands is meet is like getting on the the same wavelength as a new person. So if the person's already your friend, you're already going in five steps up. So if it's these dudes you've known since, you know, high school, middle school, or whatever, you know, you're already you're good to go. Yeah. Whereas uh, all new people, it's kind of dreadful. And normally it doesn't work out. Trying to start a band after moving to a different place is like the worst. Mm-hmm. It sucks so bad. Like, I got lucky and met a couple of cool people in L.A. and did some cool jams, but you'll notice that, like, definitely didn't put out any music while I was out there because it's, like, hard to get together with people. Everybody works weird schedules. You got to rent, like, some fucking expensive-ass practice space. Like, half the people you play with are just some bums anyway that are just like, yeah, man, I fucking play drums. I remember you were still doing uh, Tent on Hammer and Raw Force, and you actually had, like, a separate Raw Force lineup for West Coast. (laughs) We literally, I, that, that's overstating it. We had the drummer from Entry, Chris, play drums for us for one show out there. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. But Is that still a thing? I think that we would like it to be, but I think we're probably going to change the name because there's like 18 bands with the word raw in it now. Yeah, and force. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was a pretty terrible name. <laughs> band was good, though. Uh, it's uh, it's like a movie or something. It's clearly a Martello name. So Don't let him name shit anymore. <laughs> Just don't do it. Yeah, there's that. Just don't do it, dude. Because there's certain people you shouldn't let name bands like Rich Str- like Rich Strome, for instance. <laughs> he he will send you a full fucking list of these na- band names, and they're like the fucking worst. Every time, every band that we've started or have started together, Sacrificial Knife has been on the list, and I keep <laughs> saying fucking no to it, and he keeps putting it on the list. So one day there's going to be a Sacrificial Knife and like Cryo Prison. I'm like, what is fucking wrong with you it's like i love you but and you're an outlaw but dude you no no i'm not doing it i'm like recording a new metal record for him right now and i know and i hate it the the files all have different names on them i know one of them is definitely project parasite which that's a fucking sick name dude that sounds like a old dreamcast game (laughs) like a like a like like on rails light gun shooter Project Parasite. The Parasites have escaped the lab. A bargain bin, a bargain bin Genesis game. Yeah. Dude, can we talk about Dreamcast for a second? Like, the most fucking phenomenal failure of a system where um, they, they didn't come up, they didn't figure out that you can just fucking burn CDs and put it inside of uh, it. It, it, it was fucking, it was crazy because you had, like, the sweet glory days of, like, burnt games where you didn't have to pay for them. But there was so few fucking good games for Dreamcast. So you're kind of like, oh. Man, but if you bought the system, you literally had all of them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it was just that. You just had to have that one friend with a fucking cable modem at the time, and you're like, you're fucking set, dude. Man, oh. that's cool. I never had Dreamcast. Yeah, you just had to put a game. If you ever find a vintage one, all you got to do is just put a game in and boot it, and then you take the game out and put the burnt CD in, and it works 100. percent Yeah, <laughs> you're playing Dynamite Cop in a second, baby. <sighs> Wasn't Dino Crisis on that shit, too? For sure, for sure. The best thing about Dreamcast is definitely the beat-em-ups. And they were always, like... Sega's just, like, really good. Wasn't the last good Streets of Rage on fucking Dreamcast? I think it was three. 
probably. There's specifically Dynamite Cop, and there's like a zombie one, too, where you just like walk around and hit zombies with chairs and shit. As you would. Yeah, yeah. It basically felt like the Simpsons arcade game, but like over-the-top Sega Japanese style. It was, like, it was crazy. Can we talk about the death of the greatest thing ever, which is the light gun? <laughs> True. Dude. Yeah, I don't really know why that didn't... I guess VR probably killed it, right? But... I blame the Wiimote, but you know. Oh, Tom, are we boring you? No, don't okay. mind me. I have to fucking oh so um i did always wonder how tom like how you talk tom into doing this podcast he talked you. me into doing it like what did what do you have on tom like what is it he talked me into it i was seriously thinking of going and doing open mic stand-up right which you should still do by the way yeah but where there's this we have one club in delaware yeah there's the laugh house yeah and there's never like an open mic night yeah there is well, fuck me then. I have no excuse. Go to their websites. But Tom was just like, yo, I have a big ass dick. You want to do a fucking podcast, dude? <laughs> and I was just like, I don't really have a reason to say no. You know, I don't have anything else going on. My life is pretty empty and terrible, you know? I only had one band at the time, so I was like, fuck it. It came about because we're both silly geese on the internet. Yeah. And we would reply to each other's shit, and then I was like, we should start a podcast or something. Yeah. And he was like, okay. And then he got freaked out when I came to the first pod taping and I had a fucking sweet-ass notebook full of shit I was like, down. look at this guy. Full of literal gibberish. Dude, I had it's bits that I was going to use for the open mic shit. I did an open mic one time and I made one joke and stopped. Do you want to hear the joke? Yes, I do. I do, right. sure do. Yeah, I was, uh, there was baseball. I didn't like prepare anything. My friend Ryan Crawford does uh, stand-up. He lives in LA. Um, that's the backstory. <laughs> he like dragged me out to this. Quit bragging. <laughs> yes. I mean, like, have you Hollywood? heard of him or something? All right, like, Hollywood. <laughs> but this was when I was in Philly. He's, like, a friend from Doylestown, so not like that. But he, like, dragged me out to one of these to try it because I guess every once in a while I make a funny joke or something. <sighs> and there was baseball on in the background, and I was like, baseball is, like, kind of like eating mushrooms, like, like eating too many mushrooms. Like, at first you watch it and you're really into it, and it's really fun. And then, like, fucking a couple hours later, it's like, God, make this fucking stop. Baseball is the most boring fucking sport. Ah, uh, it's there. a pretty solid fucking joke, actually. And I fucking hard agree on it, because I was like, dude, this is the dumbest shit. Ever. Like, why? My mom loves, I hate sports, but my mom loves baseball. And she'll be like, sometimes I'll like, she's like, yeah, I was up to like two in the morning. I'm like, why the fuck were you up at two in the morning? <laughs> yeah, she's like, Phil's went into in 13 innings. I'm like, what? put a time limit on this shit. Fucking dumbass shit with their big, juicy butts and those tight ass pants. So, um, back to your other failures. Um, Let's go. Tents on Hammer was a great band. I enjoyed them thoroughly. Yeah. And I figured when you came back east, that would start up again, and you did one show and broke up. Yeah. Why? I don't really know if I have a great reason for that, to be honest with you. I don't know. Just kind of like shit didn't really work out. I don't know, man. What does that mean? (laughs) seriously i think like collectively we were all more indifferent about it than i thought when we got back like like it seemed like we all wanted to get together and we jammed a few times but like uh like jack was in the band at the time and he's like in bandit and doing like moving and doing a million things and like those jeff and uh uh, jordan are in like other bands together too so too many yeah exactly (laughs) and then like all the songs are about like being depressed and wanting to fucking kill yourself and shit like that and i'm not really like in that space now you know i'm trying to be a silly goose too i'm trying to join the fucking flock or whatever so like i don't know it was like not an easy thing to do and like i think i'm like done reflecting on past experiences in that kind of light you don't i'm giving way too serious answers no it's fine it's fine it's fine but you don't (laughs) think you could have taken those songs and that band and just did like a tonal shift 
no. lyrically. No, like imagine listening to Alice in Chains and the songs are like all like fucking super happy. Oh, and like Lane Staley wasn't on heroin anymore. <laughs> right, like mm. the, I mean that's why I do heroin. <laughs> I want my shit to be meaningful. Oh, like that kind of vibe shift just like doesn't work. I, I just I don't know. You I know get what it. I mean? So or like neglect put out a turnstile record after that. You know what I mean? Like you that'd, be, that'd be like trying to write a new cross check record. <laughs> there you go. I would like, love seeing neglect in a Taco Bell commercial though. That would be fucking <laughs> dope as fuck. It's like, is this guy singing about fucking hanging himself while I'm enjoying this Baja Blast? Like, <laughs> all right. Hanging himself with a chain fuck of chalupas. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, fuck. What the hell did I have to say? Is it in that book? Oh, shit. Get, get my you could open it. I could open the fucking magic notebook. What <laughs> I got in here this week, dude? I'm going to tell you what I can decipher from there when I see it. I thought I saw evil tits in there. Oh, that's a um, segment we have, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. We don't I, have one this week. I unfortunately don't have an entry for evil tits this week. But we have a new fucking segment. Um, I saw the movie Barbarian, if that's what you guys are. I saw of, that. There's, kind of, of, there's some evil titties in that movie. Is there Conan sure. in it? <laughs> no, unfortunately oh. not. There's some awful, awfully evil titties in that movie. That's the only thing I can tell you without spoilers. I haven't... Dude, I, I'm so fucking far behind on movies. It's, re, it's ridiculous. And there's so many I want to see. Like, the chief movie I want to see most of all is this movie that's probably going to be the greatest movie that ever happened. And I'm almost curious if you've got a chance to go out to the theater and see it yet. If you're not too busy being spooky, have you seen La La Crocodile yet? <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. No, it's not really my uh, my genre. I respect crocodiles. Is it out? Know? Is it out? <laughs> it's the number one question? movie in America. What kind of question is that? <laughs> Lyle Lyle Crocodile is the only LLC I'll ever care about. <laughs> is that written down in the book right there? No. Oh, okay. But... No, actually, some of this stupidity comes off. The... I actually have this though. This is a new segment we're working on because you're our first guest. We actually had another guest planned last week, but he fucking... His name's Garrett Jansen. You ever heard of the kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah I love Garrett. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> he uh, decided to ditch out on us to go hang out with his family. Mm. You know, And I'm like, yo, dude, you have a bowl cut. There's no way in hell <laughs> you have a family with a post-9-11 bowl cut. He wasn't on his phone that day because he was on a hike. <laughs> he should take a hike. <laughs> yeah, with he that. He should up. go fucking piss a lake and take a swim. <laughs> This is a new segment only for guests. It's called Gripping Inquiries. Okay. All right. These are a series of questions that are specifically catered to you. There's 11 of them. I want you to give honest answers so we can tell when you're fucking fibbing, dude. That's fine. We know. I'm an honest man. I'm an open book. Question number one for John Lowe. Number one. What's that about? None of your fucking business. Correct answer. (laughs) This is actually... Goes back. Actually, this is unintentional, but it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Question number two: Have you ever suggested a band name that was so stupid it made people stop loving you? <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a really bad one that I thought up of, but uh, I don't know. Okay, you're a dud of a guest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was, the first band that we did was called Mortalis, and I think I came up with that name, and it's pretty fucking bad. So we'll, we'll go. Was it a that. power metal band? It was not. No, it was oh, okay, just, it's just a bad band, basically. Okay, first question correct. Second question absolutely wrong. Why do you think the earth is flat? Um, because that's how God made it. That is the correct answer. Yep. All right. Check mark there. All right. Question number four. Praise Jaw. Praise Jaw, dude. And Allah at the same time. <laughs> Question number four. Are you Asian? No. Why not? I, I, <laughs> uh, I'm from Maryland. Fair enough. Check mark. What part of Maryland? 
I uh, my parents are. Uh, I thought you're from Destroyalstown. Dis- <laughs> uh, both my parents grew up in uh, uh, Severna Park. So. That's disgusting. Yep, yep. All right. Who has the longest butt crack in Rock Bottom? I. <laughs> uh, so the most apparent butt crack is Martello's. It's because he he's fat like me. Our has, butt cracks are out. Okay, yeah, but he has like no ass in this weird way. Like yeah, same here. It's one place like, I'm not fat. It's extremely flat, and his pants tend to droop down. So like, I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has the most apparent one, so I'm going to answer him just because I've seen it the most times. That makes it. It's actually because like the there's only three things on me that aren't huge, my dick, my ass, and I have zero hips. Okay. Which for a fat guy is a stupid look. <laughs> All right. John Martell was the correct answer. I would have also accepted Dion. Okay. What is your favorite Cunt Hunt Seven 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 song? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever fucking song John Bo showed me on his computer, that's definitely the, my introduction to that band. So no gods, no masters. Correct answer. All right. <laughs> Mine is Ventile. No, that's such a fucking basic bitch answer, dude. <laughs> no gods, no masters is the fucking real Jesus track, dude. Christ. Is it true that your top porn search is quote naked unquote? <laughs> correct. All right. That's the correct answer. All right. Listen, I'm a simple man. I know what I like. Question number eight, dude. This is a tough one. How angry were you when green Skittles changed from lime to apple? Wait, green Skittles changed from lime to apple? Yeah. They changed back. Don't tell me this is news. It's total news to me. Oh, my God. You don't know how I eat Skittles is I just take a fucking handful and shove it in my mouth and suck on them. As you you fucking should. Now imagine somebody (laughs) changed the mix. I'm so sorry to break that to you. Oh, dude. So... Just to uh, just to go on a tangent, um, I used to work in a movie theater when right. I was younger, and uh, we would make this thing called Taste the Rainbow, where Ooh. you took take both flavors of slushy. I'm listening. And you mix it together with the Sprite syrup. You got to put it on the side so just the syrup shoots in there, and it is the most delicious thing I've ever drank in my entire life. Mm. I also have no molars in the back because of that. So. Huh. Yeah. So the answer to the question was very angry, but you didn't know about it, but it's all right. You know, the... Changing it to Apple. That was like my pizza gate. You know, it's a really bad thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Number nine, what's your favorite Burzum song? Uh, none. Burzum fucking sucks. That's a correct answer. All right. All right. Question number 10. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go even farther. Black metal in general fucking sucks. That is actually a double correct answer. <laughs> which cancels out the wrong answer you got when you ever suggested a band name that made people stop loving you. Number 10. Have you ever had fun till the sun came up on the Santa Monica Boulevard? <laughs> uh, no. Okay, that is correct. You haven't. All right. I do love Show Crow, though. Let me tell you. Basically, any like uh, Lilith Fair era female singer-songwriter, I'm fucking in on. That's like my shit. All right, you get extra credit for that. That's, That's why he great, moved to California answer. to soak up the sun, isn't it? <laughs> really? He's only yeah, had yeah. one to have a little fun before he died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he met this guy named William, but he sure was Billy or Mac or Buddy. All right. <laughs> Is Lilith Fair like... Shut up. I am not done. <laughs> I don't fair, care. Just to, just to make sure I have cred here, I don't actually think Show Crow played Lilith Fair ever. So. Yeah, but all those bras are the same. We know what you're saying. <laughs> well, I got good. you, man. Is that like Kate all Bush, Fiona things. Apple or some shit? Uh, Fiona Apple would have played... I don't think that Kate Bush ever would she have. She probably predated I would, it's it. It's more like Melissa Lannis Etheridge, Jewel, Lannis. Yeah, no, Melissa Etheridge is way too old for Lilith Fair, too. Oh, absolutely not. She did it solo, 100%. Both fairs. Check it out. Oh. She probably headlined. It, it was post Ten Thousand Maniacs. So, yeah. wait, Melissa Etheridge was oh, no, yeah, Ten Thousand Maniacs. Sorry, that's uh, what's her name? Uh, what's the? She's another little fair one too. Um, Natalie Merchant. Natalie Merchant. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Jesus. getting them. See, now I lost the credit that I asked Christ. for. Back. All right. Here's yeah. your last question. All right. <laughs> Finish the E Town Concrete lyric. <clears throat> I'm probably gonna fail. If the shoe fits, 
I'm sorry, man. I don't have it. Mm, the correct answer was put a sock in it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You only got two wrong out of uh, 11, but you got a lot of extra credit there. So, dude, that was a fucking slam dunk, dude. You are a fucking sensation. I'm a, I'm a big, like, E-Town fan, but I'm not, like, no a, I'm not, like, a lyric person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm not either. Right. I'm a riff guy. Yeah. You just like that one word they use a lot, right? <laughs> the one from the Rolling Stone article. Yeah, I like how people, like, the, the regular citizens just discovered that now all of a sudden. They're like, yeah, oh, like, I can't believe, like, a yo boy from 1994 used that word in 1995. Right. It's like, oh, that's a shocking news. Clearly, you've Fucking... never been to Elizabeth, New Jersey in your life. God, apparently you've never been to the East Coast. Like, Jesus Christ. I was thinking about, you know, the N-word in music. Do you think... White power dudes are so fucking mad all the time because all their bands stink. I can't think of a good one, so that's exactly. I think that's one of many reasons, you know. I mean, and mostly because one of the I think one of the main reasons is the fact is they mostly tend to lean to black metal or oi music, which we can all agree are both terrible genres. Mm. But do you think it would help their disposition if they could actually find like five? Aryan brothers that could actually write a decent tune. No, I, I don't think that would help. They would still be just as miserable. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because uh, I remember I was watched. I watched a documentary about it was about white power music, and this band, the Angry Aryans, came up, and like the first couple of I was like, yo, this is actually kind of gnarly. It sounds like you know some sheer terror shit, but the drumming was just completely awful and off time and shit. I'm like, do you but- think it's just because they? have to there's so few white power people in their town that they got to settle for the, the only drummer in town or the only guitar player in town and that's why it always does sound like butt rock or i know i'm supposed to like yes and and stuff but like i think that there's actually plenty of like white power dudes in hardcore honestly they probably could form a, a feasible band but it's just the fact that i like, haven't people seen are one fucking miserable so like dude i know there's <laughs> definitely some fucking not so closeted white power dudes involved in hardcore punk but their bands stink yeah fair so like, if you told me, like, I don't know, I can't think of any good hardcore bands. That's just bad. Because I don't want to fucking be smurfs of bands. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, you've, you've rode us yeah, into dangerous it's waters. Like, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> like, if somebody told me, like, the first, like, three sick of it all LPs were written by white power dudes, like, I'd be fucking shocked. You know? But, yeah, I just think yeah, that I mean, they, maybe they would cheer up a little bit. If like they just had like it's like a even if it wasn't just like a hardcore band or a metal band, if they had like a good pop punk band, I'm sure there's probably actually plenty of white power pop punk bands out there too. You just you, don't know about it. Oh, dude, I'd like to, like, <laughs> <laughs> just out of sheer curiosity. <laughs> oh God, just like, like that's the next step after like you after like you molest enough underage girls, you become yeah. a white power pop punk band. That's like how it goes. That's true. Now that Warped Tour is over, who knows? <laughs> well, you figure all the fucking old punk rockers now are pretty fucking dicey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got to figure, like, should we give them leeway because they're 60? No. No. And they're just behaving like most other 60-year-olds you know? Eh, <laughs> uh, I, know, I know plenty of 60-year-olds <laughs> who are just regular. Yeah, you would think that, like, 60-year-olds would have, like, evolved because, like, that's how 60-year-olds acted, like, when I was younger. Yeah. And, like, but I guess it's just a thing. And I always wonder, like, since, like, hardcore is such, like, a young musical genre compared to most other ones, maybe, like, this is the first generation to get old. 
Huh. I was as soon as you said that I started thinking because I think this is like the oldest that hardcore's ever been like on a like on a medium. Well, you figure you know? Eel, well, however old Eel Kai is or something like that. Most and, of most of the old bands have come back around, and there's like a lack of new. Like there's a, don't get me wrong, there's plenty of like good new bands. I'm not yeah. trying, I'm not being that guy that does like yeah. hardcore stinks now or whatever. But there's just like less young people in bands. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And almost all of those younger bands have like uh, somebody who's like a seasoned pro at best, or like an actual old head. So, or an old head that's, like, doing their booking for them and shit like that. Yeah. So it's a kind of a weird thing where, it, like, yes, it is, like, inherently a young genre, but it, like, kind of isn't right now. So it's kind of weird to... It's to weird because it's uh, right now a lot of the younger people involved don't want to pay attention to the old heads. And all the old heads are too curmudgeon to, like, give any credit to the young bands. Mm. And it's like, great. So this is going to get everybody fucking nowhere. But... I don't know. It's just, uh, I think this is like the first time like this genre has been able to, to turn old and it's like, eh, old people say some fucked up shit. But you figure if you spent most of your life, I get it if it's a person that did a band and say they did a band in the eight, late, late 80s and then they didn't do fuck else. Yeah. Except whenever that band would get together every 10 years or whatever. That I'm like, all right, yeah, of course he became a fucking complete fucking nut job. But when it's somebody that was constantly in bands, constantly playing shows in different bands or the same band over that's when you're like really like you you grew up you know you got old doing this and this is what you're up to now like i think i gotta give uh i gotta give our mutual friend max davis credit for this uh (laughs) (laughs) no i love him uh but like he like we've had this talk before and it's like i think like, hardcore and punk is more of, like, a microcosm of real life than people think it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Like, I think that there are more people that are, like, secretly, like, weirdos and right-wingers than you would expect in hardcore and punk, and I think it's, like, it seems like something that veers left and, like, with more, like, uh, open ideas and more progressive, but it, like, kind of isn't really, you know what I mean? I mean, that is a very valid point. Like, because you, you figure if, like, John Joseph was, like, just some dude who worked at a bank... Like, no one would give a fuck what he had to say then, now, you know, going forward, whatever. But because he was in a successful band for a while, people are like, oh, I want to see what he's up to now. Then all of a sudden, you're like, me, you know, know, about face. (laughs) Whereas everybody else, we kind of like, oh, they are there, but we just, they don't have a platform. And do you have any records in your collection that you know you should throw away and you just won't? (laughs) Uh, yeah, I have a, uh, I have a couple for sure. Like, uh, one's a local band. Uh, I'll just say it's Hell to Pay. I have that LP. That that LP is good. That mm-hmm. dude is definitely not cool. But. Oh, no, dude, I knew that band was absolutely not. Oh, no. dude, I knew that band was Aaron. I don't know the other people. Yeah, well, there's some shit with the singer in that band that's pretty fucked up. Like I said, I don't know that guy personally, but like that yeah. record's cool. It's written by talented musicians, but hard to listen to considering that. So, well, just try and think about Aaron and Keith. Their drummer Keith. Yeah. Fucking, he's a good egg. Yeah. So, I, I find it else? hard to, to fucking listen to that shit anymore. Like, if a band comes out, even if it's a band I fucking was like all about, I can about face on that shit. And it's it's weird. I didn't think I could do that. Like, me and Tom were talking about Kanye, about how I love it when people have those kinds of meltdowns. Cause then you get to see the diehard fans find some go through their head to try to find a way to justify it right and now it's like it happens in punk rock too 
Mm-hmm. The gymnastics yeah. come out. That's why the ones I think of are generally like local bands for that exact reason. Where it's like there's a couple people who were in the band that were like fuck this dude, but mm-hmm. yeah, they're yeah. still like talented musicians that I know as a friend. And it's like, well, like I don't know. It's tough to just completely get rid of the value of it because of that. But I don't know. I don't know what, what the right thing. The is only in situation. The only one I, I I kept in my collection it was my 25 to life collection, <laughs> and my justification was I kept all the records. Before he went nuts, yeah, and I was like, okay, well, he went nuts, but he never went nuts and then made records of the nuttiness. Mm. It was kind of just dead right there. Like it didn't continue on afterwards that we know of. Yeah, and a lot of it's like where you draw the line too. Like if like like I don't know, like Dave Mustaine fucking sucks, but like the Megadeth's like one of my favorite bands. So that's like yeah, but a, he's also never done line. anything like criminal or overtly. Psychopathic, right? Yeah. I didn't say that, I just said he sucks. He's just a cunt, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, like, that's just the guy's an asshole, he's an asshole. But, like, I'm talking about like if someone's like comes out as like white power or they're fucking beating the shit out of their yeah. wife and kids and shit. Can't say I have anything like, like that. Like, I had to ditch my fucking neurosis for albums, yeah. That shit was crazy. That right? was a fucking yeah. what, happened, what happened to neurosis? Their uh, one guitar player came out and made a, a added himself at this big public post about. How he was mentally abusive to his wife and kids and physically abusive to his wife and kids. And the rest of his band said, nah, fuck him. He's just doing this to get out in front of it and pivot and try to get pity out of him being a piece of shit. And then the band broke up. That's a fucking shame. Yeah, times of grace. God one damn. Of the best records oh, ever God made. damn it. Like, I, was, I was talking about that uh, whole dis- their whole discography is just yeah. fucking untouchable. Enemy of the Sun. I love that shit. God damn it. And it's just like motherfucker. But it's tough, man. It's like that shit means something, but like, how do you really listen to it again? And it's not like it's like like well, like when the guy like the band breaks up and then the dude becomes starts spouting racist shit or beating someone or whatever. You're like, all right, well, maybe he wasn't a nut job back then, but he was like admitting to like being a shithead during recording processes of some of the albums. You're like, fuck, yeah. It's like, god damn it. Well, I mean, like the big one, I think for a lot of people my age is like Pantera, right? Like. If you want to, like, if you hate Pantera, that's fine. But like, Pantera was like one of my introductions to like fucking. Yeah, there were a lot of people. Sadly, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And but just, like, the smart the, thing was, you know, okay, I found out other heavy music now. Let's go on to something better. Mm. Yeah, but it's not like I mean, like I'm a liar if I said that when like Far Beyond Driven comes on, I don't get a little hype. But like, yeah. at the same time, it's like you start thinking about it, and then it's like not only is Phil obviously a piece of shit, but like the rest of those guys are pretty obviously racist too. I'm just not I'm just gonna put that out there. You know, what even I mean? if they weren't, like, it's like. You mean to tell me all these years you knew he was a piece of shit and you kind of still just like kept it going? Yeah. Was the money that good? Right. Honestly, the money probably was probably yeah. great, actually. Yeah. But, but I mean, like, he was playing, like, I fucking love Dimebag. They're all, but he was playing Confederate flag guitars I for mean, a pretty long yeah. time. You know what I and mean? Like, like, yeah, the dude was Slayer with SS bolts on his oh guitar. Oh, my God. But it's like, yeah, I can see, like, if you're a band like Pantera that was making money, like, we can live off this and live well money. But when it's like, you keep it going and you're just like some. You're playing at like 5 p.m. on a fest hardcore band, and you keep and like you you know your singers are racist, and the rest of the guys are just like zip it. You know that's like that's different. It's rough, yeah, for sure. It's like, dude, you're keeping your mouth shut for that that whopping 500 bucks you might get for playing a show. Yeah, I mean it's rough no matter what, honestly, even for real money. Yeah, I'm I'm a man of principle. Yeah, I try to be, because I definitely wasn't in my younger years. Let's get into something a little more fucking lighthearted and silly. We have a new segment. Are you familiar, John, with imdb.com? I am, yeah. All right. Are you familiar with a new thing called a... It's not really new. 
It's called IAFD.com. I'm not. It is the Internet Adult Film Database. Okay. And okay. it is the IMDB for pornography. Okay. So we have this new segment. It's called How Do They Party? Okay? Okay. And Tom's going to put a picture up in the video. And post this, is, this is today's subject. This man here. You see him? Yes, I see him. That man's name is Dick Tracy. Okay. okay? Now, going by how this is, this is Dick Tracy. Let's go with a little performer, a.k.a. Also known as Damien Steele. Okay. Dan Hawk. Dick Tracy. Tricky, tricky Dicky Tracy. Mm-hmm. Michael Dick Tracy. Mike Gruby. And Mike Hawk. You know, Mike Hawk, you get it. Mm-hmm. A wink. <laughs> now, how does he party? And by that, I mean gay porn, straight porn, both. Definitely gay. First off, he looks disturbingly like Kevin Nash, just at first look for some reason. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm going to go gay. You are both very wrong. With the facial hair like that? Uh, my boy Dick Tracy is a motherfucking renaissance man. He did both. Uh, All right, let's see what he's got. Let's, let's, good for him, honestly. Let's go over some of the highlights of his fucking, of his career, okay? We'll go for his just straight porn, you know, maintenance girls, maid service, you know, good shit. But then you get to 2002's Lumberjack Gangbang, you know? <laughs> and Lords of the Ring. And Lollipop Babies 1 and 2. <laughs> and then we also have Nasty Hard Sex 1 and 3. I don't know why he got left out of 2. Hey, I don't know what scheduling do. conflict probably. Yeah. And this is probably one of the weakest titlings of an of a movie film. I don't call them movies; they're films. Was for, Especially during that time you know, period. Yeah. A cinephile like me and John Martell would know this. <laughs> this is just lazy titling. Go on. My gay roommate fucked me. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit on the nose. Give me a little innuendo I mean, here. You know what I mean? Give me a little mystery. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes sounds, I like to know, know exactly what I'm in for. It sounds I, I like it was you. in his endo. Now, then we get into like, then there's this one. It's even a little, even more on the nose. Ream his straight throat number eight. <laughs> okay. Right? Like I said, sometimes I, I like the transparency. And then yeah. there's Rectal Rooter nine. <laughs> and this is my favorite one of his whole career. And he actually did gay in this one. Rena gets plastered with stranger cock juice and also gets money. Money spelled with dollar signs. Also gets a dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Yeah, interesting. Do they? So, does like uh, does like cinematic style <sighs> porn still exist? Like, are there still like like I know like yeah, some but it's all the same shit. Step, bro. My dad, our parents will be home any second. It's all like you know the same right, right, right. shit. I, like I know that, but like I'm saying, like uh, there, are there still like no, not like, movies, not like, like not like the like 70s and 80s when like people were actually trying to make movies no. with fucking in it. Now it's, it strikes me as more of just like a collection of scenes. Now, top or bottom? How does he party? Oh, okay. Which one? Top. If he does both, I'm gonna guess top, just based on and that. Is that'd be yeah. correct? And the final way of how of how does he party? Does he party on the mortal coil or is he deceased? Ooh. He's got to be in another in the shadow realm. You think he's in the shadow realm, do you? Yeah. Mm. You know, I'm gonna give a hopeful answer because he seems like a nice guy, and I hope he's. Doing I'm sure right. he is, but uh, <laughs> but an early October morning, October 16th to be specific. So it's oh, it's coming up. Yeah, dude. Poor, Santa, Poor Santa Rosa police responded to a call at an apartment complex where a, his real name is Augustine. You're Augustin, right. I'm sorry. It is November. It's not October yeah, anymore. Yeah. Where Augustine, naked in a back room, would die within an hour. 
He was alleged to have held hostage a man and threatened Ooh. another. Augustine went unconscious during the struggle with police, who restrained him with handcuffs and a maximum restraint cord. According to Santa Rose Sheriff Dennis O'Leary, <laughs> made up name if I ever fucking heard one, yep. right? <laughs> Paramedics were called to the scenes and restraints were removed, but Augustine was pronounced dead 30 minutes later. Huh. So he is quite fucking dead. They found tons, and I mean tons, of methamphetamines in his system. There's a lot to unpack there. So, my man, Dick Tracy, is with the Angels now. All right, apparently I'm a pretty poor judge of character. Yeah. That's what I just learned right now. Yeah. The, sh- the segment sh- has shocked me two weeks in a row. I know, so. dude. Yeah. It's, it's a fucking guessing game, and honestly, it's fun. it is a fun fucking wormhole to go, go down. <laughs> IFD. I found out about it, and I looked up... The first time I found out about it, I looked up the first porn I ever jerked off to, which was Debbie Does Dallas too. And I was just saying, I wonder if these people are st- like still around. Like, what are they... Because if they're like an old porn star, it'll show what they're like now, too. Yeah. But most of the people in the movie were fucking dead. And you cl- and they have like a whole thing. It's like an in-memoriam section. Yeah. Called... Get this fucking clever name they came up with for their in-memoriam section. Dead porn stars. <laughs> All right? Jeez. Fucking branding. I think there's probably a lot of branding, dude. There's probably a lot of parallels between wrestling and porn that I didn't really think of until right now. But like, just like the the lifestyle and the age range where people pass away. You know what I mean? Yeah, lots of of, lots of methamphetamines and shit like that. A lot of the people in the dead list, the reasons they died were head injuries from a fall or car accidents. Huh. Sounds a lot like wrestling. Yeah. Like there was not as much age as you would think. Or yeah. drugs? So it just, it just gives more credence to the fact that AIDS probably didn't exist. Like that wasn't no. Dick, Dick Tracy wasn't <laughs> quite like a Chris Benoit level thing. But I'm just saying, there's some right? like there's some things going on. I'm there. telling you, man, it's just it's a sad story, man. Yeah. When I'm, it, and like it's funny as shit. Like you can tell like which dudes were gay for pay, which is if, term you don't know. They only did gay porn because it paid more. Because mm-hmm. they're always just strictly tops. The ones that were fucking in it for the love of the games were top and bottom. Okay. Yeah, that tracks. You know, those are the real renaissance men. The real men, dude. So, yeah, I, that's a wormhole. You've, oh, dude, if you're an avid watcher of pornography like me, it's fun to find out which of your favorite porn stars are still living and, or dead. It's fucking great, dude. Because, uh, like, you figure, like, porn movies don't even have, like, real titles anymore. No, no, no. It's just, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, I... Yeah. I'm trying to think of the do. last thing that was like... It's just, yeah, it's just scenes. It's not like full... Yeah, not movies. The last thing I could think of that was like a movie movie was like the Pirates ones, right? Like that was... But that was like yeah. the 2000s, you know what I mean? There was a Justice League one that I actually watched <laughs> and surprisingly didn't jerk off to, which is weird for me, but I was just like, ah, oh, see me face like, like, like I said, I'm, I'm a silly guy and I like the parody stuff and like I feel like that, that whole genre is just, is just dead. R.I.P., man. I loved... Like, like I grew up... Like my dad had a fucking stash like his stash was ridiculous of pornography like that fuck we had like this uh hutch in my in my den downstairs we still have it actually but he had actually like scooped out like the top shelf of it and made it like so like you, you couldn't see so it like there's the where he thought the shelf was which is the very top shelf and also a little kid i couldn't reach but it's actually deeper on top behind this little ledge where he would have this perfectly level stack two tapes high but all across his long bookshelf that took up almost a whole wall of the house. And when I was old enough, you know, I saw something peeking out of there once because I was older, getting taller. And I was like, what is that? And then, like, I got a chair, got up, and I looked, and I was... <laughs> I was fucking done. But I used to love fucking just, like, the pornography. Like, there's, like... 
the dude who made this movie, who shot this movie, he's trying. Like he, re- <laughs> you can tell this dude wants to make real movies. Like he's got like fucking like crazy like camera angles. You know, he's got like sets. He's got fucking a, like a wardrobe person. It's not just some girl getting gluck glucked on a fucking couch. <laughs> I'd be curious to see where those people end up. It's I'm, like you can tell there's just like dudes with their birds out going, so what's my motivation? You know, just, <laughs> oh, it's fucking wonderful. And that, it's, it's not there anymore. So I'm imagining you like finding that stash and your voice dropping down two octaves. Oh, like it it's did. the fucking Grinch's it heart fucking, when he fucking. It fucking <laughs> did. My balls and my voice all at the same time. <laughs> I'm lucky the weight that dropped my balls didn't make me fall off that chair. But god damn it. My dick was raw for a solid year and a half. Until I found out you could fucking use things like spit and lotion. My first my first year and a half, I was a dry I was a dry rub, dude. I was a dry rub. Understandable. You didn't know better. I didn't know any better, dude. No, I didn't. And I didn't know any better until I fucking walked in on my dad jerking off. Hey, you gotta walk. You gotta you walk know? before you can run. Because for some reason he's like never closed his fucking bedroom door. So I, I've walked in on my dad jerking off more times than I can count on two. This hands. all fucking explains a lot. It all makes it's, sense. it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and like it, this happened as late as I was probably 24, 25. And I'm like, dude, why don't you fucking close the door when you do this shit? Like you know I'm in the house. He's like, well, when I was in the Navy, we weren't allowed to have closed doors. I was like, dude. And at the time, he was like in his late 60s. I'm like, you're in your late 60s. You're in the Navy for four fucking years. That's no excuse. And you didn't start jerking off in the Navy. You started jerking off at home before you were old enough to enlist. So I don't want to hear that shit. So, yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of military connections in my family. And uh, I got it. I'll tell you, my grandpa has never once jerked off in front of me. So, I got it. Yeah. You know why? Because he's probably a classy dude. (laughs) Got a good head on his shoulders. Oh, dude. My dad stinks. (laughs) He wears a Vietnam veteran hat, right? You know what I'm talking about? Those hats that the war veterans wear? Uh Sure do. There's nothing wrong with that, right? But here's the thing. My dad, during Vietnam, you know where he was? Where he was? The Mediterranean. (laughs) Nice. You know what he did there? He was an electrician on an aircraft carrier, but you know what he did when he went ashore? He sold American cigarettes to foreigners for money. <laughs> I respect the hustle. So yeah. while other people's pappies and grandpappies and whatever were getting fucking the shit blown out of them in a jungle, my dad was the Marlboro Man of Malta. <laughs> and just fucking... <laughs> and then he's got the fucking balls to wear... It sounds like a boxing To wear nickname. the fucking hat. <laughs> I just hope he fucking runs across like some dude that he was on the boat with and just like, right. yo, dude. It's an apocalypse now, like you, but it's like a Caribbean resort. It's like, you do know? you know what the fuck we were doing in the 60s, man? We weren't killing we weren't killing people. We weren't any fucking rice patties. We were in Greece getting hummers from hairy chicks <laughs> over some fucking palmals. It's like, dude, yeah, stolen valor to the highest degree. But, you know, he had a good porn stash, so, you know, I can't really fucking hate him too much. It makes me think, though, as soon as you got home, it's more high when you started that fucking sick porn stash. Hmm. So maybe he became like a fucking lover of the arts while he was stationed offshore in Europe. Damn. Okay. That's okay. why, so that's where he got that class in his porn movies. Mm-hmm. You're like fucking Ancestry.com over mm-hmm. here, man, figuring it all out. Ancestry.com, it's none, they're all inbred. Fuck cares. <laughs> I don't get people who are really into that. I'm not gonna lie. If you like, if any either you guys are, that's fine. But like, nope. I don't give a shit who like my fucking great grandparents are. I don't give a fuck at all. Like, I pretty much know we're Irish. Like, I know what my last name is. 
my aunt told me once. But I don't consider myself Irish because I can't go back to Ireland and stay on someone's couch. I don't know anybody there. Like, it's true. My grandparents, born here. Their, gran- their parents, born here. Their parents, born here. Their parents, born here. So we're a few generations deep here. I don't think we count anymore. Yeah, I'm with you. We're people, not, people we're not Irish. Irish trash. We're Wilmington trash. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. I, yeah. Yeah, it's, it is what it is. And, like, people deal with their dogs, too. It's like, I don't know. It's a dog. It's, you know. The only thing I'd be curious about is to find out what breed they are. Just out of sheer curiosity, but not the rest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like, like I got a, I got a bunch of mutts. I, they're just, they're just cool. You know what I mean? If I tested them, it would just come out cool. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I grew up with Welsh corgis in the house, right? That's what we always had, and none of them were from Wales. They were from Pennsylvania, <laughs> right over line and breeder. That's where they were at. They were all from Pennsylvania, not really Welsh. Two dogs I have now, Norwich Terriers. Are they from Norwich, England? No. They're from fucking Virginia, dude. So yeah, they're they're fucking posers. My dogs are posers, dude. I think uh, it's also because my last name is like English, and like nobody wants, no to, nobody wants to be British. I don't, I don't know the ethnicity of low. I just thought it was a direction or some <laughs> shit like that. It's got you, the e at the end. I just assume that just yeah. makes it British. Mine's so. long and stupid, so you know it was fucking some sort of ethnic, some swarthy horse shit. But yeah, I don't. I don't buy into that because half the shit you learn from like ancestry.com. Yo, ask your grandparents. Like, if you're adopted, okay, I get it, right? I get it. But, yo, you know how much fucking information you can get just by asking your grandparents I if guarantee they're still alive? You, guarantee you you'll regret asking them. Of course, because right now they're all dead, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any left. Yeah, you know, I can't go fucking just shove my head in the dirt. It's like, yeah, yo, Ernie. Oh, shit. I didn't even mean it like that, but fuck. Right. So, yo, Ernie, where's your dad from, you know? It's like, it's like he's from Pennsylvania. You know that's stupid, and I'll get out of the dirt. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's Halloween. <laughs> go do something better. What are you doing? This isn't spoopy at all. Yeah, go get some candy. Yeah, but it's like, like, and once you have that information, like, all right, oh, my answers is from England. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, go over, like, go overseas, go to England, and just like stop random people on the street. Like, yo, my great aunt's from here, and they're like, all right, whatever, fuck off. No one here cares. Go back like, to America. You're like, yeah. yeah, just go back there. <laughs> go back and eat your seasoned food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go back there with your salt and your butter. Fucking. <laughs> Hoity-toity little son of a bitch. God save the queen. Oh, oh, what are we at? The time for homework, dude. Yeah, we do a thing here called homework. Have you know familiar with the homework segment? No. Why'd you spell it out for me? Every week, Tom and I recommend a comedy special and a record okay. for the other to listen to, and for everybody else who all six people listen to this to listen to, and then the next week we talk about it. Okay, what we thought of it. So. What the fuck record did you give me last week? Oh, No Tolerance. This, I downloaded the LP illegally. Thank you, Soulseek. And I told was it? We. You Walk Alone. You Walk Alone. Yeah, I know it was something really that stood out and didn't sound like 30,000 other bands LP title. <laughs> but it was ridiculously good. It was just good, fast, hardcore, but just super, super angry and not an unpolished. And I fucking loved it. And it was a perfect length for an LP. It was like mm-hmm. 18 minutes, mm-hmm. 15 exactly. songs. That's good. I was like, this fucking rules. I had the 7-inch already. Yeah, I, I, almost, went, I almost recommended him the 7-inch. And he was like, dummy. I got it. I have that. <laughs> but I didn't even know the LP existed. I thought they were one of those Most people don't. That had yeah. a 6-7-inch a six, six, and then they 
you never hear from him again. So it was cool to actually find out there was an LP. And I fucking liked it a lot. I thought it was great. Um, the comedy you recommended me was a comedian named Kiri Shabazz. And you're like, oh, yeah, dude, he's got like this 40-minute special, dude. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah. Do you know how long that special was? 11 minutes. Oh, man. fucking zero. <laughs> but it was fucking a great 11 minutes bit. God damn, is he funny. He, like, the autism bit was fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah, autism is actually a superpower. Yeah. God damn, that bit is good. I've seen that on the, that clip on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it is fucking fantastic. And uh, I rewatched his set from that show, The Ringers, the Ringers, and it was good, too. His deadpan delivery really sells it, too. Yeah, I think I like him, too, because he's fat and, you know. Kindred fun. spirits. We support our own. Yeah. Us oatmeal Someone's got to support you. Us. <laughs> You're a real fucking cut-up, dude. Oh, man. Just a couple of rascals over here chopping it up, dude. Uh, so, did you do your homework, Thomas? I did the musical homework about four times. Uh, you're the the record you gave me was I don't uh, even remember. It was the Swarm. Ah, mm-hmm. and the record mm-hmm. is called Parasitic Skies. Mm-hmm. I listened to it about four times mm-hmm. in the period of like two days. I love it. It's not that long. I know. I just listened to it a, a bunch of times. John, John's the only person who got one. Uh, thank, yeah. thank you. Any of the bad jokes. Thank you. Thank you. No, it was uh, so far. It's my favorite homework assignment I've had. Yeah. Uh, I, it started off immediately with chaos, and yeah. it's really well done and fast, and I loved it. Uh, the singer's voice is perfect for that record. Mm-hmm. Also, it uh, it like sits like in that chaotic mix very well, but I can still understand it. Kind yes. of. He's a fucking legend. Right uh, yeah, he's a fucking great live frontman too. Mm-hmm. Nice. My favorite song was "Upside Your Head." It's a great fucking song. And then the the song play is good. And uh, they do they do like the fast chaotic parts of like converge that I love, but they don't sound like them at all. Yeah, it's just really it's it's, it's more great. it's a little more focused than converge gets. Yeah, it's 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 chaotic, but it is focused. It's a good word. Are you a yeah. fan of the swarm there, John? I like the swarm. I don't know if it's my favorite of his bands necessarily, but which I, like, like, I, I want to say probably Curse Two is probably my favorite. Curse is fucking record. great. Yeah, uh, there's he's that dude's in a lot of. Good He's, yeah, I hate. I mean, obviously, Left 4 Dead's shit, dude. I hate dudes like that that just don't have a stinker in their repertoire. I know. It's like I'm so fucking jealous of that shit. I know. Like, he doesn't have like a cross check in his closet or a dead <laughs> and buried in his fucking hat. You know, it's like Jesus Christ. What's the one uh, more like rockin' band that he did after Cursed and before? Oh, fucking uh, uh, seventy-eight days or something like that. Yeah, I mean, that's not what I'm thinking of. He something. definitely had one of those bands. Uh, yeah. Someone say they were like a trust kill, early trust kill band. I don't know. It's between that and uh, what's the grindy band that he does now? The fucking vegan one. Uh, oh, uh, Sect. Well, Sect. Yeah. Sect yeah. is fucking. Oh, awesome. he's in Sect too. Yeah, he's the frontman yeah. for Sect. Damn, yeah. another like, great band. Yeah. It's like him and a couple of dudes from Earth Crisis and a mm-hmm. dude from uh, uh, Undying. I'm pretty That's sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they're fucking. We played one of uh, Iron Price played one of our early shows with Sect and couple others and it was they're fucking ridiculous yeah i want to say 10th and hammer played with them in underground arts and i definitely had one of those like chris farley show moments when i talked to chris i was like do you remember when you did this that was (laughs) awesome (laughs) and they're his band so he's probably like yeah yeah i do fucking remember that you fucking piece of shit (laughs) so you didn't do your comedy homework well i know who phil hanley is already but i haven't sat with his special yet i was distracted by the bobby kelly special Oh, okay. Now, okay. now that is not to take away from Phil Hanley. He's fucking hilarious, and he's he's really active with putting clips online now. Yeah. So I feel like I see him a lot already, 
but I do need I I do I will sit with his special because other I than see it in just recently form. the clips that he posts and the special there's very little overlap. I love that. So like you're not seeing the whole special just by watching his clips. Like good. it's mostly new That's shit. Good. But uh, what do you? <laughs> so John, I don't know if you're a stand-up fan or not. Like I am, but I'm not like uh, I'm not too deep into it. You know what I mean? And I definitely have fallen off so over the past. What? are two records that you've heard lately. Now, the, the caveat is don't fucking use your friends' bands. Mm-hmm. Don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. What two bands have, what two records have you heard in the past couple months that have just caught you off guard with how fucking good they are that you would recommend to me in Dead Balls? Well, <laughs> I wouldn't say that this one caught me off guard, but the new Summerlands record is my favorite record of the year Fuck by, yeah. like, a lot. That record okay. fucking rules. If you're into any kind of, like, Judas Priesty or any of the oh, new new wave of heavy metal <laughs> records, yeah. like, it's so good. And it's uh, the singer from Rival Mob, and uh, uh, what's the what's the Black Sabbath band that he does, too? Um, draw a blank. St- uh, Stone Dagger? Magic Circle? Magic Circle. Magic Circle is more doomy. I've seen, yeah. I've seen that band before. Yeah. I do like Circles. But I don't like I don't like Judas Priest. So well, as a circle, Judas, Judas Priest is literally my favorite band. So, so that's, a, that's very disappointing. Now, as a circle enthusiast, would you recommend this band to me? Uh, now, here's another thing: because like when you recommend records, even if some like something we don't like, we make a point to let's do it anyway. Yeah. To give it a fair shake. Yeah. Um, I, I, I recommend it to everybody. Okay. If you, if you like music. Later on, text me good. the titles of these records. So I, I, thought, can, I thought Summerlands had a different singer, not the guy from Rival Mob. Yeah, they originally had a different singer, and they picked him up. Okay. I want to say I saw him in Underground Arts last year, and I didn't realize that he was singing for him now. And I, like that guy has a, a great voice. It just fucking blew my Oh, mind. talk about a guy with no stinkers. Right, that's another one for sure. Fuck me. Really, him and like DFJ and that whole group of dudes is just like pretty much yep. batting a thousand up there. But. If they could just keep a band together longer than fucking one record, that'd be great. But that's kind of like the no appeal tolerance. of it, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Well, a record in a seven inch, pretty amazing. <laughs> Actually, I did find the No Tolerance demo too online, and that also fucking, good. That smoked Siggy's too. <laughs> and what other record? Oh man, I'm like I have not been listening to a lot of music. Lately. It doesn't I'm have to. Go ahead it doesn't have to be new. Okay, let's see what I've been dinging on lately. I've been listening to like like Turnstile and a lot of like shit like that. I guess. Um, oh, here like goes. A, that's a bad recommendation because you're already shaking your head <laughs> at that. So I would say that uh, I would say that I really got into uh, Chubby and the Gang over the past couple of years. Both huh. their recent records are, are banging. So. A uh, few particular, other, particularly the Mutt's Nuts. That's the one came out last year. That, that record kicks I ass. Fuck with that title, I tell you that much. But a, bunch, a couple other people I know whose actually musical tastes I trust actually are post, posted about that band too, and I just haven't gotten around to it. Like I know you said you don't really like Oi. It definitely has some Oi influence to it. It's probably more in that like. Does it have whoa whoa whoa? I'm going down to the bar shit in it. <laughs> not like <laughs> like borderline that, but not really. I guess is okay, the best way I can put it. Yeah, yeah. I well, like I said, I have to give it a shot. Like that's yeah. the, a rule I set for thing is like you got to give it a shot yeah otherwise like just i don't know i started listening to a lot of death metal to learn how to play guitar faster for fucking cancer priest so i don't know yeah we really should have talked about the band we're in together <laughs> but i don't want to be fucking corny we, you got you talk about rich enough like for um for the world his so. name is the outlaw yes, yes right. rich the outlaw <laughs> with this with this extremely large sexual calves oh dude that <laughs> very mean he's not even like a really a person as much as he is just a concept. <laughs> Did you know that he uh, not only can dunk, but he can dunk himself through a basketball hoop? Like, that's how high he can jump. 
for those calves. You notice I didn't question that at all. <laughs> he didn't even react. He was, I was just like, like, yeah, yeah, that sound yeah, yeah. <laughs> classic outlaw. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> fuck, dude. He got me on a fucking. He got. He almost made me piss at myself after after last cancer priest practice, which was that like six months ago. But uh, we were on the way home, and um, we were talking about Megadeth actually, because we're listening to the newest Megadeth record. And we we're talking about when uh, Dave Ellison, the bass player, was just sending jerk off vids to people, <laughs> and we were breaking down what the conversation would have been like between Mustaine and Ellison. And Rich just goes, "Listen, Dave, I saw the videos. I'm mega disappointed in you." Oh my god! And it's, which is Amazing. seriously like it's not the greatest joke, but it caught me at the right time, at the exact right time. That I fucking just lost my shit. That might be the greatest joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then we just started going into it. It's just like everything was like, look, you got to mega don't do that again. All right. They don't want to see your mega dick, mega dangling, you know, right. anywhere where the D had a mega in front of it. And then we started adding in the Mustaine voice to it. And it was like, right. I'm mega disappointed in you. And you're just like, oh, fuck. And he just kept going and going. And I was like fucking borderline pissing myself. But yeah, he's a fucking. Listen, man, you're really you're really hanging on to this band with the skin of your teeth. Oh, I really <laughs> am. Too. I'm holding <laughs> together. Was fucking spitting. If, you, if you keep water, doing dude. that shit, you're gonna rust in peace. Oh, All right, God buddy. damn it! And he'll go start six new bands. <laughs> so Summerlands and Chubby and the Gang. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's what do a pretty you good got? description. What do I got? Well, I haven't been listening to a lot of comedy lately, so I didn't have anything comedy-wise to bring to the table. So I'm bringing two records. And these are not new records. These are very old records. Well, in that case, I'll just keep... I'll hang on to Phil Hanley, Yeah, too. you still haven't done your Phil Hanley homework. So now you have two records on top of that shit. By the way, time. John, it's called Phil Hanley Ooh La La, and it's available on YouTube, and it's fantastic. Okay. Okay. And it's free. And, so. dude, it is right up your fucking alley with, like, the really just quick one-and-done lines and shit. Oh, yeah, I like silly shit. Like, I like, oh, Mitch, I like Mitch Hedberg and stuff fucking, like that. Like, that's kind of It's very mind. silly. He's a yeah. Canadian pothead. Okay. And it's just like that. There's this delivery right there. But the two records I want to talk about are very different from each other, but they're two records that in the 90s I couldn't get enough of. The first one is Fury of Five, No Reason to Smile. Now, the two records they did after that were not good. But that record sounds like if you got a bunch of yo boys from New Jersey and said, write the best Sepultura record you can write. And they did, and it's fucking fantastic. Really? It is heavy, angry, and just balls heavy, dude. It is so fucking good that I just can't get enough. I still listen to that record and get fucking amped to this day. All right. My my relationship with Fury of Five, Fury of Five ended at, uh, at War With The World. See, I didn't so, like the last yeah. two records, but the demos... The demo tapes, yeah, like a whole bunch of demo tapes. You and mean that, to tell me you didn't like that that music video with the boxing no, ring? No, I, I hate oh all God. music videos. I hate all music videos. <laughs> Unless Peter Gabriel did it, or that Genesis video where they had the puppets. That was sick. You know what else is sick and doesn't happen anymore? Those music videos where you'd be watching them and then there's just a random movie clip in it. Yeah, like uh, like the Goo Goo Dolls one where it's like Johnny Resnick's looking through like a looking glass and it's just like Meg Ryan on the yeah. other side of it for some it's like, reason. Is he like, fucking spying on Meg <laughs> Ryan? <laughs> you wish Johnny Resnick. <laughs> I wonder if you would still do that with Meg Ryan, how she looks now. Anywho, back to Fury of Five. So, yeah, if you ever wanted to know what a bunch of, you know, walking chest muscles from New Jersey <laughs> channeling the Cavalera brothers and Slayer solos would come up with, that's what it is. And it's a fucking fantastic record. All right. And uh, so Fury of Five, No Reason to Smile is one. And this other one 
is actually a record by one of my top five bands of all time. And it is the band's called Today's the Day. And the record is called Temple of the Morning Star. Good name. It is... Dude, it, it changed the way I thought about how crazy music could get while still maintaining a structure. Huh. Yeah, it's fair. It is just... I mean, it's just going to sound corny, but this that's the type of music that uh, people will listen to before they set fire to a church. <laughs> Not some fucking goofy symphonic metal. I'm in. This. It is... And it's also worth it just for the fucking album cover, which is a pentagram with a bunch of sperm around it. Yep. It's fucking... It, and it's just... One of the heaviest records I've ever heard. And it's like I said, it's the most chaotic record I've ever heard that still has structure to its songs. And some of the best guitar work I've heard at that point. And all their other records are great too. But that's the one where this is the record that made Converge go from a simple hardcore band into what they are now. Mm -hmm. Like they've even come out and said it like this oh. record made us want to do what we do now yeah that's right. why they did uh, they recorded uh, when forever comes crashing with uh steve austin because yeah of that record yeah the singer's name steve austin kind of like stone cold but only cooler <laughs> he definitely that he has like that magic knack for making people uncomfortable you know what i'm saying cool. like that's kind of like what that band does to me but i like it but i'm just saying that record makes me feel a certain way like when people when people say like like a guy in a band like oh he's scary you know and they're talking about like because he's tough or he's a hard ass i'm that dude's scary because I'm pretty sure he's probably choked a couple hookers to death. <laughs> like, he's legit just, like, off and weird. He's, like, across the street to walk around him kind of scary? Yeah. yeah. All right. He, like, the couple of the times I've seen them live, he just will just throw his guitar straight into the crowd. Like, at people. As you do. And it's funny thing is, like, he played, like, PRSs. I'm like, dude, hold what on. I'm fuck? like, those things are, like, a couple, like, four figures. Like, why is he throwing that? And you're like... <laughs> But yeah, like that dude's damaged somehow. But that's what—it's not my favorite of their records. But it was one of the first records of theirs where I was just like, oh, I gotta rethink music. Yeah, he's probably playing SE cutaways. The, er the, er <laughs> the early shit's dope, and the shit after it's dope too. But that one record is just like this would be pre-SE, by the way. If we're uh, if we had to be a PRS nerd about it, I don't know what the fuck that means. Don't worry, it was a seven hundred dollar guitar reference that no oh. that three people will laugh at ever. Well, the only three people listen two. to this. <laughs> This is us two included. Yeah, shout out yeah. PRS, best guitar. Shout out to the three people to listen. That too. Yeah. Um, so those are my picks. Today's the day. Temple of the Morning Star and Fury of Five and a Reason to Smile. Uh -huh. It's a wide to, breath right there. What were you about to say? Say if you uh, aren't familiar with Today's the Day and Steve Austin, he probably recorded some of your uh, yeah. least favorite sounding records in this Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he, Forever Comes is one of that uh, might be my favorite Converge record. I love yeah. it, but the original, the, the remaster sounds great. The original one does not sound But listen good. to the Converge records that came before that, like the one LP before that and the 7 Inches, Carrying and then and listen to what they were doing afterwards. Oh, okay. You'll hear the And difference. you're just like, oh. I get it. And they flat out said, yeah, we saw today is the day for... I got a chance to take part in booking a show in Delaware on a tour with Converge and today is the day. Hmm. And they actually met up with a tour that was Voices Fire and Brothers Keeper. That's a uh, very, very yeah. Delaware. It was at a in Girls Inc. in the atrium. It what, was pretty gnarly. Answer this for me: Was Girls Inc. on Main Street or no? Or was it just in the town of it's Newark? It's off Main Street. Okay, um, I thought so. Do you know where the uh, what the fuck is that? A shop right now? It still exists. It's just in Wilmington now. Girls Inc. That is. It used to be across the street from the supermarket, right off of Main Street. Oh, the um, the big shopping center. Yeah, it was right okay. across the street. It's this giant building. 
but there's multiple rooms in it. The library? Oh, I know what you're there's talking multiple about. Multiple rooms in it. I know what you're talking the about. The atrium was a small room with a carpet, and then the ones that I where I booked later when I started booking shows on the regular was the gymnasium. Okay. Attached to it, and that sucked because. The show turnout wise was smaller, but the room was bigger. Yeah, so it Sound- looks even smaller. We rented PA, so it never sounded good. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I apologize if anybody went to those shows. <laughs> Most of those people are probably dead. Yeah, that's true. Percocet killed them. Thank God. <laughs> you know, like I said, shout out to the Sackler brothers. Uh, this this week. What do you got for me, dead balls? This week for you, I've got a, a podcast that I find hilarious. Oh God! Because the the one the, well the one host like you like. I know you. You do. Like being We've met in, before, I know. Being like I'm sure you don't care about the bands that he was in, but uh Colin Young and uh the guitar player the one guitar player of uh Harm's Way have a uh podcast about touring. What? What's it called? It's called Hard Lore Stories from Tour. It's all mm. shit that all three of us being in being in hardcore bands and playing traveling for shows can relate to, mm-hmm. but they are legitimately funny. Like, like take like put his put your opinions about his bands off to the side and just listen to it as somebody who, like they they talk about shit that we all know about. Like they speak our language. Like shitty like shitty fast food. Like sleeping on floors. It all sucks. Well, I've already hated because uh, fast food is great, and sleeping on floors is good for your back. Well, not all fast food is shitty, but the, like they've ranked how good some fast food is. And, well, just listen to it; it's very, it's it not is be very some stupid ass. Like, oh, it's better sheets or Wawa. No, you know, that it's they don't stoop. Or Del Taco. They do not stoop to that level. Okay, no, it is <laughs> it it's is high. Ha- it's highbrow fast food hack- talk. It's not hacky. No, yeah. not in the, le- the. Thank you for the adjective. Because no. honestly, Del Taco would win. It is not hacky in the least. It's a great show. Very funny. Hmm. I think Taco Bell is better than Del Taco. I'm going to put that out there. Yeah. I've had Del Taco a total of once, so I, I redact. Or the, I, Del, I, Del Taco is a more diverse menu, but uh, Taco Bell is like, it's a, classic, and it's like they have a lot of stuff for people who don't eat meat. So again, like, I've been there. I just Stuff you don't eat where you don't have to like have like a 30 substitution add-ons like you had to do with Taco Bell? Like, I kind of like that about Taco yeah. Bell, though. You can get anything with beans I mean, on I'm it. I mean, I'm fine with it, but it's just, like, the waiting process. Like, when you... Sometimes. Because as just leaving a band with a vegan in it, Taco Bell should have been a quick thing. Mm-hmm. He would order two things, but it would take him, like, 30 minutes to order. And I figured they should just have an option at Taco Bell. It's like, yo, I don't eat meat, so they know to substitute in potatoes. Right. You know? I was like, like a default setting kind yeah, of? Yeah, exactly. But all they have at Del Taco is like Beyond Meat or like Impossible yeah. or something like that. And that shit kind of sucks sometimes. That shit's weird. Yeah. Fake meat is just a weird concept to me. It is a little off. It's like if you don't want to hurt animals, why would just, you yeah. eat like a fake animal? That's weird. Yeah, just... That's like, yo, I don't like the fuck kids, but I do have like sticking my dick in this doll. You know? It's like, it doesn't... <laughs> oh, it's weird. Yeah. I'll right, get off that. So what's the name? The hard, <laughs> hard... Hard lore. Hard lore. That's very clever. So and uh, we've we've been doing nothing but heavy music lately. So I'll throw you a softball or Ooh. a soft band with a girl Ooh. singer. Okay, my that preference. I know you like my preference. Uh, the band is called Now Now, and the record is called Saved. It mm. came out in 2018. So uh, it's not now now. It's not right now. <laughs> no, um, I'm go kill myself. She has a great voice. It's uh, 
it's not it's not dream it's not dream poppy and it's not rock and roll. It's somewhere in the middle. But it's it's fucking great. Listen to it. I will. I will, dude. Well, of course I will. I have to. Yeah. It's the rules, dog. I th- I think you'll like it a lot though because some of the songs have like a great pace and are poppy, right. but some of them are real fucking like slow and depressing. Oh, I've read on my fucking alley. So, yeah. Something about depressed women. <laughs> Just fucking makes my ears happy. My fa- in fact, my favorite song on the record is the slowest like sad song called Window. It's a good ass song. Mm. So, now now saved is uh, your musical homework. And the Last thing for everybody who listens to this horseshit, your homework is to listen to me and John's band, Cancer Priest, and our <laughs> debut LP, Weaponized Brainstems, available now on every streaming platform. Oh! We did it. We did it. We went fucking hour plus without fucking talking about our shitty band. <laughs> no. Listen to us. We'll probably play a show eventually. If you've gotten this far, you may as well listen to that too. Yeah, exactly. I listened to it, and I liked it. Huh. So there. Yeah. I'm gonna plug the uh listen to the Rock Bottom podcast. It's uh, pretty good stuff. You, you better bring out a fucking episode. You then. gotta bring it back first. Yeah, it'll be back in some way. And as soon as good. it as soon as we you... did it, we did by the way, we did another episode like two weeks ago. If you didn't listen oh, to it, that's fuck. your own fucking fault. So. Well none of you promoted oh. it. <laughs> that's because it's a secret. Well, if you are still following the show like I was, I got the automatic download and I listened to it. Put out more episodes. Yes. As as a legitimate fan of that show, you should And as a legitimate it. fan of you people. And that I do too. mean you people. Well, this particular episode has our most special guest of all time on it, our the bass player from Crevins. Yes. He actually joined in. He finally he did, did uh, the show. And he was a good and he was a good get too. When's he when is the Shitty Will ever gonna get a chance? It was Shitty Will. He was on, on twice, before. As a matter of fact, I would say that the Shitty Will episodes are the best. I just shout out to Shitty Will as a person. I just she- love, I love him to death. He's he's one Will, of my favorites. Will is a fucking sweet boy. He's the best. He's Shitty Will, but he's a sweet boy. <laughs> oh, is there anything else you got coming? You got anything else coming down to Pike musically? Uh, like yeah, but not not ready to to talk about it. Yet, oh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So um, when are you gonna have me and Dead Bulls on the Rock Bottom Pod? Ooh. Uh, well, you've been on it already. Oh, we have not had Tom on it, so we should because Tom is probably like one of our well, I'm top three listeners. So I'm one of the one who carries <laughs> yeah. the podcast here, so you might want to have me included. Yeah, perhaps. We no, can, I'm just kidding. We can do a crossover. We can or is he? <laughs> or is he? Dun, dun, dun. That's that shimmel on back again. <laughs> but uh, Listen, my knight. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out M. Light Thompson down at Rockville Auto. You just, you're putting Tom to work. As as the person that Fuck had Tom. to edit our podcast, I I feel for it. So that was edited. <laughs> yes. Holy shit! I do not want to see what hit the cutting room floor of that. Yeah, you don't want to know, <laughs> man. There's some rough stuff in there for sure. It's probably slur central <laughs> coming out. I wouldn't of, say that. I know but, uh, exactly what mouth it would come out of too. <laughs> and it rhymes with Gordon. Jerk. And it sounds like yeah. this. It's, <laughs> Sounds like this, dude. I'll fuck in. Oh. I wouldn't go that far, but there was uh, there's certainly some stuff that was left behind. So definitely make sure you go out and listen to Rock Bottom Speedway. Physical copy available on the fucking coolest little label in Philadelphia, Knife Hits Records. Yeah, uh, Mike McGinnis is a fucking legend. He's a fucking great dude, and he's put out a lot of other really awesome shit, and mm-hmm. everybody should go check out the discography of the stuff he's puts out. And he, put, he was going to put your band's record out, and you And broke we up. broke up yeah. instantly because he, we are hacks. <laughs> he put out the, the uh, Drowse 7-inch, actually. Hmm. So he is retarded. <laughs> no, but... Uh, anyways, support, you're, under, you're under good behavior. Support... 
Mike Hits Records. They put out great shit. And also check out Mike's band, Rid of Me, mm-hmm. who has some fucking really killer tunes, too. Um, I, is that all you got there, Thomas? Hit that fucking intro music, dog. <laughs> <laughs>